The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957 WHIO. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living a Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you the principles so you can make this happen. So I want to thank you for joining me today. Appreciate you guys jumping on here and listening every single week. Uh, and uh, today we're going to be continuing on with the immune system and just um, a couple other things that obviously have taken place in the last week uh, in our state. And across the nation, so I just wanted to touch on a couple of things, but I'm gonna I'm talking about the immune system and how uh, you know just a second part and long term immunity. I know last week I talked about a little bit between natural versus acquired immunity, which is our, our artificial immunity and all those different things. So I'm gonna just clarify and go a little bit deeper into uh, acquired artificial immunity or immunizations and uh, you know especially for this coronavirus so you guys are actually educated as to what that looks like when that that immunization is created and uh, obviously what 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 the whole deal is behind it and the the risks and the benefits and all those things so uh, as always I want to remind you you can find us on Facebook at full life chiropractic uh, you can find us also at um, AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us on the internet uh, uh, at com. Also, you can find us on Instagram. That's what I meant to say, uh, Instagram. You can find us also on podcasts via iTunes. You can download the podcast of the show and listen to every single show we've done in the past. So you're more than welcome to find us in a lot of places. You can lastly call our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. One of my team members is standing by ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we covered in the past. And as always, I like to get started and talking about uh, somebody who's near and dear to my heart. And that is my mom and talk about the, the reason why it is that I get on radio and I educate people day in and day out. Um, why I do it every single day in my office and then on Saturdays I get on here and and I talk about health and healing and where it comes from and and simple reason why is because uh, six years ago now my mom called me to tell me she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer Uh, at that moment she starts crying on the phone then I start crying of course as my mom is my hero I saw my mom struggle day in and day out uh, as a single mother uh, struggling to make ends meet put food on the table roof over her head so my mom is all we had growing up. My father was an alcoholic in and out of our lives. He ended up passing away on Christmas Eve when I was 18 years old. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, my, my mom did everything possible to take care of her kids. So the, the reality is this. When she called me, it hit me like a ton of bricks in the middle of the chest because, wow, like now somebody who I love has the disease that I've only heard about and only actually, you know, uh, know a few people that have known some people that have had it. So... At that moment, you know, I'm like, you know, Mama, I don't know what to do, but I know one thing. Uh, God put an amazing power in your brain. And if your brain and body are communicating 100%, you know, obviously, let's make sure that your brain and your body are communicating 100%. So we got her spine checked. And my mom is supposed to, was supposed to have a 45-degree angle in her neck. When we took her x-ray, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. She has zero degrees out of 45. Uh, obviously, that is not normal. Uh, from front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 through T7, my mom had a bend in her spine going sideways in her upper back. So 
at that moment when I saw it on her x-ray, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. That was the cause of her problems because for years, really decades, my mom was suffering from upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, chronic sinus infections. And every single time she went to the doctor, she got the same exact answer, uh, which is medication every time. And the problem with that is that the medications masked the symptoms until she was literally diagnosed with a bigger issue, cancer, which threatens to take her life at any moment. And I asked her, I'm like, why now have you finally decided to do something different? Son, it is simple. I finally realized that I can die and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Three of those grandchildren are my kids. So she took responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, my mom is still here today. And I'm so thankful for that. She is still alive. She's still doing well. She is, she is you know, still doing her thing. And, and the beautiful thing about that is that we get to see her all the time. And my mom is not out of the complete woods yet. Obviously, cancer's a, her, her type of cancer is very, very aggressive. And um, the thing is this, though. My mom has tried and tried and tried to obviously do the right thing over and over for the last six years of course not perfect but my mom is still getting some treatments not chemotherapy radiation nothing like that my mom is getting some uh you know hormonal treatments and she she gave me completely permission to share her story as much as i want divulge about it so the thing is is though my mom this week as we were facetiming her my mom was actually at the hospital and she decided to take the phone call just to see the kids. You know, we get to FaceTime her once a week, which is a great, great thing for her and also for our kids to get to know their grandma. But one of the things we noticed right away, my kids looked at me kind of weird. It's like, oh, daddy, she's wearing a mask. She's wearing a mask and then she's wearing a mask, obviously, because she was at the hospital getting this hormonal treatment to obviously, uh, you know, it's nothing that she does all the time, but she does it from time to time to prevent the aggregation of the proteins that would cause masses or new tumors to, to, to envelop. But that's besides the point. So my kids notice right away, my oldest, Eden, notices her and she's like, Daddy, what is she wearing? And I'm like, oh, she's wearing a mask. Well, why is she wearing a mask? Well, because she's at the hospital and there could be people there that have, you know, coronavirus. And like my kids know what coronavirus is because obviously kids are starting to notice like I haven't gone to school and, you know, all those things. So I explained this to Eden and, you know, Eden and Eve also. And Eden, you know, is a little bit more with it and kind of understanding what's going on. And, you know, then I, I get to the point, I'm like, yeah, she, she needs that for herself to protect herself because my mom is immunocompromised. The, the hormonal treatment that she, that she gets does deplete her immune system. It has a side effect that it can affect her heart. So my mom is a prime candidate to wear a mask, and it makes absolute sense that she would. And obviously this week, obviously we saw the, the pandemic that, that arose from the, the order that was published, you know, um, you know, a, a couple days ago regarding that reopening of Ohio and everybody's excited. But by the way, you have to mandated wear a mask. That was the terminology that originally came out. And um, at the end of the day, you know, that's when when I'm, I'm sitting there in the struggle and the wrestling struggle, because uh, as a 36 year old uh, healthy male who takes no medications, you know, I'm blessed with health and knock on wood, obviously. And I, I know my, my Lord and Savior is looking out for us and our family. And, and the thing is, just like, as somebody who's generally healthy, who, by the way, would if were to get the actual coronavirus, would have mild symptoms. And I do understand. Yes, I do understand that that could be a silent carrier. So could you. And so could everybody else, right? But the reality is what we're exercising, social distancing, washing of hands, everything that I talked about for the last six, seven weeks, it seems like the last seven years. But <laughs> the last few weeks, I've talked about this stuff over and over. So 
I started with the makeup of the actual virus and how it doesn't live on surfaces for a certain amount of time. And if it does, you can kill it with, you know, soap and water. And, you know, I've talked about all those things. So the reality is this, though. Right now, the mask thing uh, became a very hot topic because now it's actually causing a divide. And once again, the way you conquer people is by dividing them first. Get to start pointing fingers at each other. So, like, it gives you no right to judge me whether I wear masks or not. And I'm going to say that again because I know some of you listening basically felt the same exact way when and I do understand and I am sensitive fully to those of you who are immunocompromised my mom is one of those people folks I lost my dad already he is dead he's been dead since I was 18 years old I don't want to lose my mom and I don't want her to get coronavirus right but the thing is this though just because my mom's a weak immune system and because of the choices that she made through her entire life that I was telling her day in and day out, stop eating crappy, stop eating all the sugar, stop doing all those things, mom. And I get it. Some of you have autoimmune issues that you didn't you know, lifestyle yourself into. You didn't eat the wrong foods. You did everything right. And you're still and that's unfortunate. And that's things. Right. But the thing is, this though, because of my mom's inability and I'm talking about somebody who's important to me, it's not just a person that's removed from me 17 generations. And I don't really know this woman bore me in her womb and brought me to life. And, you know, with the help of Christ. Right. So the thing is, this though, like if my mom's immune system is compromised, she should be wearing a mask. And she was. And we saw and actually took a FaceTime picture of it. Uh, so we have it as a memory, because once this is all said and done, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Right. I gonna be like, hey, you know, that pandemic, my mom was one of those people that was actually immunocompromised and it had to wear a mask. Right. But the thing is this, though, like if you have had the coronavirus already, you have the antibodies and you're immune to it. And you pose no threat to the community because you're no longer infectious. You're not a silent carrier. Matter of fact, you're being asked to donate your plasma on the same radio station to donate your plasma to give to those people who may have it to, so they can get the antibodies. So what makes you a threat? Nothing does because you're already immune to it. Number two, you're no longer infectious. So the, the, the question to me is like, why do you have to wear a mask? That's the simple question that was being asked, and this is why the governor, uh, intelligence is so, in my opinion, said, you know what, like, we're going to highly, highly and strongly encourage the business owners, are, it's up to them, X, Y, and Z. At the end of the day, though, now, the, the reality, the unfortunate side effect of this has created a great divide. There are people out there now that are higher than, you know, mightier than high, and they're hiding, riding on their high horse, and it's not that they're doing it maliciously, they're trying to protect their family. No different than I'm trying to protect my mom, but the thing is this, though. Those people are going to now look at other people that don't have a mask on and think that those people are irresponsible, flippant, dirtbags, whatever you want to call it, right? Because they're not wearing a mask, and that's actually wrong. And oh, by the way, what you just literally did, and it's unfortunately a side effect of it, is you, you created a, a, a position to, for you to discriminate against another human being, for you to judge somebody based on what they look or what they're wearing or not wearing. It's, it's and I know it happens in our country still, uh, you know, like it doesn't, it's just something that may or may never go away, whatever is irrelevant. Um, but the reality is this though, you set up the whole country to, or the whole state at least to start discriminating against people that, Hey, you don't have a mask. So you must be an idiot, a person that doesn't value other human beings. You are disrespectful to me and my family. You want to risk my kids' lives, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's not taking any of your points lightly and saying that you're not right. But what gives you the right to dictate what I do, uh, you know, mom, my mom, for example, based on the fact that you have 
uh, you know, th- this issue of a-, a compromised immune system. What is prudent for you to do is exercise social distancing, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. Obviously, you know, don't hang out outside all day, right? Don't go out in groups of people, right? Go outside in your house, you know, your yard, as long as you stay away from people, right? So that's that's the thing. And this is where in our office, we've taken a very, very uh, open stance about it. We're not going to discriminate. And this is where if I were to say to somebody who's been a patient of mine for three years, uh, three plus years, right? And they're like, oh, hey, uh, Dr. Juan, this, and the other. And they come in, and I'm like, hey, no, you can't come in. You don't have a mask on. Uh, It's up to me, as it was stated, it's up to me whether or not I want to accept and take care of that patient. It is up to me, but I can tell you this. If a doctor were to turn my mom away because she chose out of her own free will uh, to not wear a mask because she's like, you know what? I, I, I do see the numbers. I'm seeing the numbers. It's not as deadly as they thought initially. The models were wrong, X, Y, and Z. I'm willing to just take the risk because right now it's more. It's causing more anxiety, like sergeants in my body. I have PTSD. I'm claustrophobic. Whatever the reason, she's choosing not to wear the mask. I can't just say, hey, oh, yeah, stay out of my office, and I hate you, and I don't love you anymore because you chose to not wear a mask. Yes, I understand we want to protect everybody else, but that's what the – other measures that were taken initially, social distancing, spraying all the, the chemicals to kill the stuff, right? All that stuff was taken into, into effect to protect people. And, and even if you think about it logically even further, um, the last six weeks, eight weeks, people have been walking around without masks. Those people have been exposing themselves and the people that they came in contact with and the people that those people came in contact with. So at the end of the day, it is up to you to make the choice whether it's right for you or not. If you feel more comfortable, more at peace wearing a mask, do so. If you feel like, holy cow, like this is ridiculous and they're violating my rights, X, Y, and Z, whatever. At the end of the day, be prudent, be intelligent. And lastly, most importantly, before I go on break, be respectful of other people. Be respectful of other people. Other people are walking around without a mask. It doesn't mean that they want to kill you or they want to kill your family. Just just understand that there there should be a choice. And I understand in the big corporations with a bunch of people in them, I get that. But at the end of the day, when you're out and about buying your groceries and doing, as long as you're exercising what we were exercising the last six plus weeks, um, what wasn't it wrong then? That's the question. So I do have to take a break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life from 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dave Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, and look great, and enjoy your life. I also want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on podcasts via iTunes by downloading this show, any other show in the past. And also, you can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two. So um, on the previous segment, I was talking about the mask and the mandate that didn't turn into a mandate, and it, you know, it wasn't a mandate anymore, but it's strongly encouraged, right? And once again, I'm not trying to go and and, and ruffle the feathers. I'm just trying to inform people. At the end of the day, uh, if you're immune to COVID-19 because you had the the COVID-19, you got antibodies, and you got the antibodies testing and you have it, uh, you pose no threat to the rest of the community. 
and you are no longer susceptible to it because you're actually immune now. So that's how the immune system, and this is where all of this stems from the fact that people don't understand the immune system. This is where really it's kind of frustrating as a doctor, uh, and this is not just me saying this. There are plenty of doctors in all, all over the United States, all over the world, saying like, hey, yeah, just understand the immune system, basic immunology 101. Like your body encounters an antigen, it fights against it, it creates an antibody, it literally remembers it for like 30 some years, and then you go on with life. Whenever you encounter that one again, guess what? Your army, your B cells, T helper cells are going to go berserk, they're going to kill it, and you're going to go on with your life, right? So this is the, the lack of information on human body function is actually appalling in this country and this is why people are being uh you know told like hey the only option for you to be healthy is through a mask and staying away from everybody you love and i cannot my heart cannot break anymore from the fact that like grandmothers cannot hold their grandchildren grandmothers cannot hold their grandchildren like family members cannot see each other touch each other they will see each other and they'll walk across like you know on different sidewalks it's absolutely heartbreaking this is the devil's plan and it's unfortunate because it's unfolding right out in front of our eyes you can't have church you can't have community the people you love you can't touch you can't hold you're you have anxiety because the market is crashing you have depression because you haven't seen any of your people you love at work and you're sitting in front of a computer in a horrible posture and oh by the way you're eating crappy because you're depressed and you're putting a bunch of sugar in your body and oh by the way you're creating a perfect storm for you to get a disease and the disease is not even coronavirus I'm even worried about right now because the numbers continually are showing that the death rate is less and less and less, not taking away anything away from the fact that some people have died, folks. And I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but the reality is this, though. This, the only answer is not just a mass or immunization vaccination in the future. I know that's like this fail safety thing that the government and everybody else, all these head honchos that have money and these systems. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm just looking at raw data, looking at the interests and the motives of certain of those people that are actually involved in the development and the, the say so of where this thing goes. Those people are also vested in, in companies that have a vested interest in developing an immunization and, you know, X, Y and C. So at the end of the day, you got to look at the whole, whole picture. You cannot just get, hey, I'm going to follow exactly what the government says, CDC. I'm going to follow exactly what the conspiracy theory. You got to look at everything. I'm done looking at only one source. You got to look at everything. You got to be intelligent and then do your own processing because you're an intelligent person. And you got to listen to what your actual intelligence tells you and says, you know what? It makes sense for me to actually wear a mask when I'm here, but not here. Once again, it is entirely up to you because it is your health and your health is your responsibility and your body's your responsibility. So you protect it. By doing the things that are right, like drinking good water, working out, going out in the sun. Yes, wearing a mask if you feel that's appropriate. You know, at the end of the day, it's all up to you. And this is where, you know, you have to do the research and look at the data. You can't just go by hearsay and you can't just go by what somebody mandates or tells you to do. So got to take a quick break uh, here on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Days and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, and look great, enjoy your life. Also want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us on podcasts via iTunes. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us in multiple uh, places. You can call our office, 937-552-7364. Press option 2. Uh, team is standing by. Ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we've covered in the past. So right now, just uh, I've been talking about the mask thing, and obviously it's a hot topic. It's going to become you know a bigger hot topic this upcoming week, uh, once you know places open up, and they're you know mandating or requiring or they're not going to render service X Y and Z. So it, it's going to be kind of crazy to watch that all unfold. Once again, we at our office are taking the stance of and it, our. Uh, our chiropractic association came out with the stance it's up to the doctor what he does or doesn't do in his office so we are never going to turn anybody away that wants help when it comes to health as long as they're practicing the social distancing and all the things that we put in place already we're going to serve we're not going to discriminate uh that's really what it comes down to uh the american disabilities association the ada the people that mandate that i have an ada compliant bathroom and the people that mandate that i have to provide an actual interpreter for somebody who's deaf or mute right those are the same people are saying hey you know what like uh what if somebody has a disability like the mom that called governor dewine and asked her asked him hey how are you uh expecting to me to have my child I can't remember whether she's a single mom but to me it makes the most sense that she's a single mom she's got to go buy groceries right she cannot afford to get them shipped to her house right uh and she's got to take her autistic son and I can't I can't remember what the age was but maybe an autistic son that's a little older 10 15 or you know eight or nine whatever and the, her question to the governor was like hey how am I supposed to keep my son's uh, mask on in public while we're shopping and now you're telling me you're gonna throw me out and, you know, and I'm just speculating on the things that I heard on the on the press conference a few days ago. But now now, like, just just play the scenario out in your head. You have a, you're a single parent. You have an autistic child. And some of you are listening right now. And this is you. So I apologize. This is even happening. And I'm describing your case. But this is real to you. So I'm also thankful that I might be able to share, share it so I can put the, the, your perspective into other people's eyes. So right now you're a single parent. You have a uh, the autistic child or Down syndrome or whatever special needs child who's a little older. Who obviously strong enough to take off the mask themselves and doesn't quite listen to everything you say anymore, right? So then now you go to Kroger to go shopping, and then now your child removes their mask, and nobody understands that you know there's plenty of high functioning autistic you know adults and and and, and children. Right. So now people are going to be looking at you, parent, looking at your child and saying this woman is irresponsible because she brought her child, number one, to Kroger. And oh, by the way, the child took his mask off and he's exposing everybody and himself to this COVID-19. What an irresponsible human being. I cannot believe she's here. I'm appalled. Right. So that is called judgment. You just judge that person. You condemn them too, uh, which is <laughs> we're called not to do that in the Bible. Uh, but the thing is, is furthermore, like now you've incriminated and you discriminated against them. And I get it. There's people out there that are taking this a little too lightly. They're standing still too close to people. They cough. They don't really care. They don't blow into their hobo, whatever have you. You know, at the end of the day, though, like, let's just have some common sense, common courtesy. Let's be humans. Let's be adults. Let's be adults. We talk. I talk about that week in and week out. Be an adult. Be an adult. Respect other people. 
When people come in, like, hey, you know, like, hey, I'm going to fist bump you, elbow bump you, whatever. I know Dr. Fauci's, like, trying to eradicate the whole handshaking. At the end of the day, your body's immune system functions better to the more bacteria and viruses you're actually exposed to. It is known, it is a known fact, a known fact, that if your child does not play outside in the dirt, your child does not get exposed to dirt and microbes and stuff, their gut microbiome is weaker. They actually, their immune system is weaker because they never, never learn how to fight. Why is America's army so amazing at finding, seeking, destroying the enemy in the battlefield. Why? Because America's army has been at war a whole lot of times. And we have a whole lot of technology. And I'm in the army, still army reserves right now. So I'm still in the army. I'm an officer in the army. And I know that we train our butts off. We try to get it right the first time. And if we don't, we figure it out and figure out and fix it and do it better the next time, right? Why is that army so lethal? Because the army's been fighting. We've been fighting in Afghanistan since 2001, fighting in Iraq since 2003, right? I, I was in, in Iraq in 2009. You know, I was in Kuwait in 2004. I was in Qatar, Qatar also in 2005, and then in Kosovo. So, like, it's not trying to give you just the army has been fighting over and over and over. That's the same exact thing of your immune system. If it doesn't fight, how are you expected to get good at fighting? That's the problem. If it doesn't fight, and even if it fights attenuated or half-dead viruses, in example, close example we're going to use right now because it applies to adults, uh, just as much the children, but more adults than anything, is the flu vaccination. The flu vaccination immunization, you know, has an attenuated live virus, uh, right? A live virus is kind of like half-dead, right? So if you're fighting a half-dead enemy... Um, yes, you may get the actual, you know, virus itself because your immune system is weak. But number two, now, like you, you're running the chance for your army to never become strong enough to fight, especially those developing years. So this is where like, I, I know like our, our, our savior is not just a mask and washing your hands and immunizations. It's like you taking care of your body. My mom failed to take care of her body. And I had a very hard conversation with my mom that I said, you know what? Like it is your fault. It is your fault that you never listened and you never took care of your body. And she started crying and I started crying and we had this conversation. I don't share that very much because it sounds insensitive, but it is, it is her fault. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was buying the cheapest possible foods, right? She literally was destroying her body at the sake of saving a dollar or two. By the way, doesn't have millions of dollars in the bank, still has the same money she did before because it wasn't an actual saving money because I was buying the cheapest food. It was you had a terrible financial behavior problem, right? So the problem is this, though, and I love my mom dearly, and so I can speak openly, and I've I had all these conversations with her. So if you're going to call her and say, hey, Maria, uh, your son was talking bad about you on the radio. Like, she's heard it all before, and I had some very serious conversations with her, and knowing that, like, hey, she can go home to the Lord, and I don't see her again until we get to heaven, but she knows my heart. I'm like, it is your fault that you never listen. It is your fault. And some of you right now, it is your fault you never listen. That's why you're probably overweight. That's why you probably have heart disease. That's why you probably have diabetes. And it's okay to own up to that. It's okay. Like, listen, I made some really crappy choices. That's the thing. So, like, you make crappy choices, and that's okay. You know they're crappy choices, but you repent, and you turn away, and you start living the right way, and trying your very best 80% of the time to eat the right thing, and, and working out 80% of the time. So then your body's not as acceptable when a pandemic comes around, right? But the thing right now is what we're being taught right now by the media, by everything, we're being taught that our savior is a mask, hand sanitizer, hand washing, and a all life-saving immunization. The problem is this, folks. 
We've seen it before. We will see it again. So what happens when a vaccination gets rushed to market? So let's go through an example of what happened back in 2009 when I was in Iraq. I didn't even know about the swine flu. I kind of heard about it. I was just so consumed in being in a combat zone, trying to stay alive and taking care of of my troops that I didn't really realize this. So I knew that the H1N1 pandemic was going around 2009, 2010. That's the time I was in Iraq. But right, I didn't know. I had no idea that an actual vaccine got rushed to market. And because of this, and the, the biggest challenge when you're trying to create a vaccine immunization for a virus is that you have to attenuate it. And then the problem is that when that attenuated virus comes into your body, it can actually go back together. And it can go back together now it can morph or mutate and when that happens now you're creating new viruses and that's the problem that is the problem and i know that's like once again the end all be all a lot of people are being taught it's like oh well and throw this in a vaccination listen do the research i was actually getting my my vehicle my wife's vehicle worked on and i asked the gentleman the young man i'm like hey you know if there was a vaccine uh, you know available tomorrow would you take it he's like well yeah absolutely and i'm like have you done any research He's like, well, not really. I'm like, okay, great. So what I highly recommend that you do, and listen, folks, I'm not pro or against. I'm pro getting educated. Once you get educated, you still decide, hey, Dr. Juan, I did all the research. Uh, the, 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 the benefit outweighed the risk. I'm going to go ahead and get it. By all means, we'll hang out. I'll give you a big hug after we're, uh, you know, not allowed, after we're allowed to hug each other again, right? But the thing is this, though. Do the research. Do, like, folks, it's sad. It is sad that you put more time, energy, and effort researching what cabinets you're going to put in your house, what paint you are going to put in your kitchen, what, um, you know, any of those things. You do more research about that than things that are going to be literally put inside of your body that are going to create potential cancer, heart disease, or something that's not going to allow you to enjoy your kitchen or your actual new cabinets, right? So, Back in 2009, 2010, the World Health Organization obviously, you know, declares H1N1 influenza pandemic. Uh, as it turns out, obviously, they they revealed that there was a vaccine that was, you know, that came out. It was developed by GlaxoSmithKline. The name of the vaccine was Pander, Pandemic Rix vaccine. I'm not going to pronounce that again. It's my Spanish accent. But anyway, so this vaccine got released and... You know, one of every 16,000 people who received this actual, uh, you know, vaccination for the swine flu, according to the International Business Times, developed a narcolepsy or cataplexy, a condition that results in a person not being able to sleep for more than 90 minutes at a time and then falling asleep unexpectedly unconscious throughout the day with no warning. So, like, falling asleep driving, right? So, uh, the condition is literally a marker for brain damage. This is so bad that the UK government agreed to pay 60 million pounds or about 92 million American dollars to victims. This is what happens when things like this get rushed to market. So I understand that you may believe and you may think like that is our Lord and Savior, that the only way we're going to be able to. And this is kind of the rhetoric that's being, uh, you know, you regurgitated over and over over the news uh, stations is being regurgitated by some pretty high uh, political figures and doctors and software people like Bill Gates. Right. That, that you know, at the end of the day, whether he has a hand in the agenda or not, whatever have you at the end of the day, um, they're saying that you can't go back to normal life until you actually have uh, immunization. And oh, by the way, you're a mask and you do all these other things. At the end of the day, all I'm saying is this. Do your research. Open your eyes. Listen, your immune system is amazing. God created it. He didn't create junk. Why, why are we at peace? I talked about this last week. I'm at peace because I'm a 37-year-old, about to be 37 on May 25th, a 37-year-old male who 
eats fairly decent food 80% of the time, works out 80% of the time. I get in my sauna, you know, about 50% of the time in the week. I uh, get adjusted regularly. I make sure my brain and my body are communicating effectively. I try to exercise affirmations. I take care of my mindset. I detoxify. I take detoxification, uh, you know, supplements, right? I, I do. I do all those things which allow my immune system to be actually boosted naturally. So this is what the difference between somebody who is healthy gets the coronavirus and doesn't die from it and somebody who is unhealthy and dies from it is simply the fact that they had a coexisting pre-existing condition. And that pre-existing condition, generally speaking, generally speaking, not all the time, generally speaking, comes from bad or not so hot health choices throughout your life, like my mom used to make. So it, I, I, I have to I have to implore you to do the research, do more research about what you're saying. Oh, I'm praying for this to happen and I can't wait to have this immunization or I can't wait to have this mask to be safe. Do more research. Do more research. We got plenty of research we can send you showing you uh, things that are for and against. And this is where you draw your conclusions as an adult. No different than like taking two different paint colors, painting your walls in your kitchen, and then seeing, holy cow, this one's brighter than this one. We want it a little brighter. We're going to go with the bright one over here. That's what, that's actually research what you're doing. You're getting a couple different colors. You're you're shining light at it and you're figuring out, is that a little too light? Is that too, too, too light, too dark, whatever have you? And then you figure out which color is best for you. You literally just conducted a research study on how to paint the inside of your kitchen, right? And this is where, why don't you do the same thing about your health? Why don't you do the same thing? I know some of you do because you're kind of, you know, pretty, pretty tuned on and, and spot on about that. But the, the answer is not just in the fact that, oh, you know, oh, but hey, let me just take the pills and the medication and the vaccination just as an excuse to continue living the lifestyle that I've been living forever. I hope this is a big reset for a lot of you out there. And I'm not once again, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I sound insensitive. Uh, that is not my intent. My intent is to allow you to wake up and realize that it is up to you for you to take care of your health. And this is the reason why people are literally freaking out is because they are afraid of losing their health your health is important take care of it take care of it guarded well you cannot do anything else without your health you cannot go back to work you cannot make more money you cannot be an amazing spouse you cannot be an amazing parent or a grandparent if you don't have your full health because the memories and the interactions that you're going to have with your family members and relationships are going to be much better when you're in better health they're never going to be better when you're worse health. Yeah, there might be some more sentimental times because you remember grandma strapped up to, you know, whatever. It's like, wow, that's pretty sentimental. But it's not going to be as enjoyable as you walking around the park with grandma, talking about quilting and reminiscing on grandpa's, you know, military service. That is where you want to be. And the only way you do that is by having full health. So I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290 957 WHIO Dayton Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic. 1290 and 957 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez and this is Living the Full Life where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. 
press option two. Obviously, uh, you can talk to our team members if you have any questions. Uh, if you want research about the effectiveness of face masks and face coverings, uh, if you want research regarding, you know, the the article I talked about, the H1N1 and the flu vaccine and all that kind of stuff, just to kind of start gathering some data, be more than happy. Send us a message on Facebook. You can call our office. You can text. You can do whatever you need to to get a hold of us. So we're more than happy to provide that for you. You go to Facebook. We have a lot of content on there. You can download probably most likely anything and everything I talked about on this radio show uh, today. So and the thing is, is now say, hey, Dr. Juan, you painted out a lot of things that I never really realized and opened my eyes to. What do I do now? What do you do now? You do what you've been doing. You've been taking care of your body. Those of you started actually taking care of your bodies now because of this pandemic, it was kind of a wake up call for you. That is amazing. Continue that. And not until the pandemic is over and we go back to a normal life. Once again, we don't want to go back to anything. We want to go forward. We want to be better. We want to be better. So God forbid a next pandemic. Uh, excuse me, next pandemic happens, you're not going to go back to, hey, let's quarantine the whole country. Let's actually have things in place of self-reporting. Uh, the, 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 the hospitals and the businesses actually doing some, uh, you know, uh, screening other people to figure out whether they're symptomatic or not. And X, Y, and Z. And literally doing that, uh, and this is, I think that the, un, the, the unseen side effect of this is that people are going to be working their butt off to actually not have a fever or not be sick. And guess how you do that? <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckling for a reason. If it's really no work, if you feel, because those 14 days that you're going to be paid for if you have the coronavirus or you're suspected, but let's talk about like year one or two. Now that we have these um, very brand new protocols of like, hey, we don't want another pandemic. People are going to be super hypersensitive to like somebody coughing or sneezing. Oh, it's just a common cold. Well, the common cold might get your common behind sent home and not be able to earn a living. So what do you have to do now in order to make sure you don't get the common cold? Let's just think about this logically. If you get the common cold all the time or you get really bad sinus infections, you get really bad allergies. Why is that happening? Because your immune system is what? Strong or weak? It's because it's weak. So what do you do to strengthen it? What I've been saying the last six weeks, take care of your body because if you don't have health, you don't have anything. And oh, by the way, it looks like the world is going to move into a position in where if you get sent to the nurse's station at work at their factory and you have a fever, you're going to be sent home. And there's only going to be so many days you're going to get sent home and paid for. Eventually, it's going to be like, yep, you're going to go home without pay because you're actually a liability because you're sick. And now people are hypersensitive. And by the way, we can't have you affecting everybody's house, peace of mind. But number two, what if that is COVID 2027? If you're bringing that in here, now it's going to spread through our factory like wildfire. You're a liability. You're no longer an asset. You need to go home. You can't enter a paycheck until you get your rear end healthy again. And how is that going to happen? By the principles that I teach week in and week out. You're, you're not going to reach it by just wearing a mask, washing your hands, and not allowing your immune system to fight. You got to equip your immune system so when it does fight, it does it so well that you didn't even know you were sick. And then they test you and they say, holy cow, you have the antibodies, but you've been coming in and you looked amazing. You never had a fever. Yep, I don't know what I've been doing. I've been actually listening to this crazy doctor on, on radio that's been talking about how to take care of my body. So I leave you with this, folks. It is now the time, more than ever before, 
to start taking your health seriously. Because the one thing you're deathly afraid right now, especially for those of you who are still afraid in fear mode, uh, because you, you've obviously been fear-mongered. Uh, you know, there's senators like Rand Paul, who's a medical doctor, a few others in Minnesota, uh, Dr. Jensen, who is a Republican, you know, a rep, uh, senator, representative. At the end of the day, like, those guys who are doctors are coming out and saying the same thing. It's like, listen, this is not as bad as it used to be. Let's get the country open again. Let's stop actually destroying our economy. Why are they saying that? Because they realize like this is going to affect us way worse than the actual virus itself. And once again, a big, big condolences to those of you who have lost family members. And I'm so sorry that's the case. But the, I leave you with the, the fact that you have to protect the most important asset and that the most important asset is your health. And that's exactly what we specialize in our office by allowing your brain and your body, which controls your immune system to function at hundred percent. And obviously by removing the pain and all the other things the body's trying to fight and allowing it to literally get stronger and fight the invaders. So you don't ever get sick to begin with. So folks, I want to thank you for joining me today. Very hot topic. Whether you agree or disagree, that's okay. At least you heard a different point of view. Do your research, be educated, be an adult. Love you guys. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dan's and Talk. Broadcasting from the McAfee Eating and Air Studios, WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.